0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the InfernoCast episode number fifteen. I, of course, am LeBron, i.e., Inferno Fox. I am the host of this podcast as well as the Inferno Fox Gaming Channel on YouTube, and you can find this podcast here on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And we've got a fun topic here today, and it's an interesting one because it's a little uh, off the beaten path. But before we get into that, I want to introduce my fantastic cast and crew here. We have Jason the 13th of the YouTube channel, Jason the 13th. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Not a problem. Glad
1: I made it today.
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely glad that, that you can make it out as well. And then next up, we have Simbu Darkfang, who has been upgraded to a level six grandpa. And he's also a main primary actor for Basement of the Dead located in Aurora, Illinois. That again is Basement of the Dead, Aurora, Illinois. And if you're interested in a, a fantastic haunted house experience, definitely feel free to check that out. If you are in the Chicagoland area. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Wait, when did I get promoted?
0: Mm -hmm. The best promotions are the ones that are surprise, where you get more responsibilities, and no pay. Figures.
2: (laughs) Typical. Where's my contract? I need my agent.
3: (laughs) Pretty sure you got a 100% raise with that. (laughs) Hey, I mean, zero plus zero is zero.
0: (laughs) Uh, next up, of course, is Storm Rose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of Storm Rose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, albeit tired. But I did find out there is a form of tag for my PE class that I'm subbing for tomorrow that's based on Pac Man. So guess huh. what? <laughs> I will Very be playing awesome. that.
0: <laughs> You definitely got to let us know how, how that went on next week's podcast, because I'm really curious on that.
4: <laughs> I I will let you know for sure. So we'll awesome.
0: Uh, next up, we have Astromedes. He is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me.
3: Much rather be here than my hellish daytime non-games day job yeah totally agree
5: i think we all feel that way
0: (laughs) uh and last but not least we have my partner and partner in crime jamie owls 87 jamie owls thank you for so much for joining us
5: i'm glad to be back i'm happy to be here again and when i'm not playing video games i'm usually reading so right now i'm kind of in the real world
0: (laughs) And for those those that are interested in the audience and whatnot, Jamie Owls and I uh, partnered together to release what's going to be coming out on this Saturday at 10 a.m.s in of Fox Gaming video. Which entry of the 2D Mario series is best? And definitely recommend that you check that out. And if memory serves, I think that's I think that's a Saturday. It's either what makes a good 2D Mario game or Uh, Jamie Owl's and mine collab either way it's going to be some great 2d mario goodness that is getting in preparation and getting in celebration for new for the not new for super mario brothers wonder coming out uh, later in the month and sort of within that let's move to our pre-discussion topic and when i mean within that not at all regarding that what games are you guys currently playing right now and <laughs> astromedes uh you kind of mentioned this before we started started our our recording what you playing right now
3: uh playing a few things right now. One interesting new pickup has been... Uh, it's called Fear and Hunger 2. Um, a game you have to remove the adult content filter from your Steam account to find. Um, it's a uh, strange horror game. It's basically a JRPG in terms of mechanics, uh, but it's extremely brutal, and it has a really... What appeals to me about it is it has a kind of like odd and interesting creepy storyline about essentially like uh old gods and kind of like turn it someone transforming into like one of the new gods and very kind of ominous uh interesting vibe in it um i don't know that i I, it's so brutal that i don't know i can say it's like a a great game i really enjoy (laughs) playing but the atmosphere is pretty unique Uh, So that's been the most interesting thing I've been playing lately.
0: Oh, nice. So in other words,
3: when he went to look for it, he had
2: to look over his shoulder to make sure his mom doesn't come in (laughs) with a belt for doing it.
3: (laughs) Some parts, yes. I'm always worried about my mom walking into my room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some old habits die hard. Uh, Storm, how about you? What are you currently playing?
4: Right now, I am playing Sea of Stars. Which has been a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. Mostly mostly focusing on that outside of the usual suspects like Fortnite. I've also played a little bit of Disney Speedstorm. But Sea of Stars has just been amazingly fun. A bit difficult, as you know. That I've texted and vented about some of the bosses. But (laughs) I'm having fun going through it. And it makes me excited for... Super Mario RPG which is coming very 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 soon. Yay. Yeah, it, it's it's
0: so funny with uh Sea of Stars how kind of build itself as like the next Chrono Trigger but it's really the more apt description is it's a mix of Chrono Trigger and Super Mario RPG. It, it's but it does it like so really just so well and it's with being in the same world as The Messenger which is one of my favorite uh indies is is uh, fantastic. Um Simbu, how about you? Uh what games are you currently playing right now?
2: Uh well, the usual su- the usuals. Um uh, for a little bit of Fortnite, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Disney Speedstorm, been playing that you know heavily. Uh and then I just started playing uh Callista Protocol because it is a PlayStation Plus free game, one of the three for the month. So figured to give it a shot so far not bad granted personally i wouldn't have paid full price for this game um i would prefer my dead space over it but you know for the price of zero which is my entire salary for this podcast <laughs> not bad
0: nice and then i i believe you had uh let us know on offline off recording that you had finished or you had beat uh dreamlike valley am i am i remember that right
2: I've beaten the main story so far, uh, which does, once you do it, it does end up teasing the next set of Disney characters that will appear. Uh, I'm not going to throw it out there for anybody who's currently playing or wants to play. Um, But then, of course, I've got, you know, the level 10 friendships and quests for the the different characters to still finish. I got a few of them, but of course real real time so some of them take multiple days to complete similar to uh storms animal crossing
0: gotcha yeah congrats on that and with it being an ongoing game it'll it'll continue to give you some really good content and uh i know you'd mentioned that you're a a huge fan of disney properties and it's really an interesting uh, i i think at some point in the future uh I, i wouldn't mind doing a topic about disney licensed games because the 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 my assumption, my uh, incorrect assumption would be that generally licensed games are, can end up kind of being crappy, but Disney's kind of bucked that trend and has kind of has done that even since back like in the NES days with the likes of DuckTales and Chip and Dale. And just from what you were telling me about Dreamlight Valley, especially some of the uh, character depth that, that kind of goes along with it, like especially the the dark routes that that kind of. It, it can take really just shows how Disney gives often can give free reign to the, the creators.
2: Yeah. Um As you, as uh, you know, you get some of, you know, in the offline group chat, I posted the picture of the warning that pops up in, in game um, that tells you that it is about to take a very dark turn um and that if you are not in a good mental state that maybe you might want to wait. It does give you the option to leave and come back. So it doesn't, you know, Oh, you got to just turn the game off, you know, and then wait until you're ready. Um, You can just go back to your little village and continue doing everything else. But yeah, it is probably one of the first games that I have seen that has done that at that specific point. Usually you get a warning with like Callisto protocol. Ah, this game is, bunch of gore and blood and guts and you know may not be suitable for all players but then you get to Dreamlight valley and it's like this pops up towards the end of the game that's like that's interesting because normally your route is once you go past here you cannot return you can't go back so it's like a you know you have to continue forward kind of thing but that's usually just you know you're about to fight the main the final boss of of, of the game itself so it was definitely interesting
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And my my apologies, guys, I didn't mean to get us into just the weeds there, but uh, Simba's got a lot of really good experience when it comes to a lot of these games. And uh, the the Disney thing is something that we'll eventually touch upon later. Um, Moving on, though, uh, Jason, what games are you currently Hmm. playing? nothing no i'm kidding little bits a little
1: bits little bits Uh, i need to get back to tears of the kingdom need to get back to pikmin 4 uh diskaya 7 just came out so i'll be playing bits of that uh started up the disney speed storm so i'm playing a little bit of that a little bit of fortnite still uh and i also wanted to try the uh my hero ultra rumble which I played the tutorial part of it, and I don't know if that one will be quite for me or not on that one, but I got enough to the stuff that uh, when I actually sit down to play games, it's almost too many at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, gosh, it can, it can be overwhelming when you got a large backlog oh, yeah. of games and everything like that, especially a game like Zelda, because there's, there is there is so much to do there, which is funny, The the biggest... Uh, as of this recording, one of the biggest um stories in in video games uh is Spider-Man 2 having a yeah. length of about 20 to 25 hours and that being oh, controversial ooh. and a lot of individuals our age range because uh we're we're in our 30s and and early 40s we like games that are just 20 25, 30 hours because, when you know we we have the the adult slash middle-aged lives where you know maybe we're lucky if we can sneak an hour or two in a a video games a day you know something with like zelda where that's a hundred plus hour thing you you play for an hour and you've barely picked up enough to Mm -hmm. like start one of the four or five of the quests that lead towards the completion of the main quest whereas yep you do one or two hours you do two hours of spider-man 2 you're 10 percent of the way done with the game and that's hate to say it, that that's kind of a good feeling but that, mm-hmm. that that that's another topic that we'll probably run run through mm-hmm. run into discuss is, is game length and video games and that, that'll be an interesting one um moving on uh last but not least of course jamie owls what are you currently playing right now
5: I'm kind of all over the place. Um, I'm playing a couple games on the PlayStation and on the Switch. I'm playing Bomberman. And then I'm also in between playing uh, Super Mario 3D World on the PlayStation. I decided to go back and try to finish Dead Space. Hmm. Last time I played it was back in May. So it was a while ago. So I'm almost done. I'm on chapter 10. And about a couple weeks ago, I tried playing a game called The Chant. And it's about this young woman that had a death in the family. And then a friend of hers invited her to join a med- um, meditation slash yoga retreat at a resort. But then it turns out that they're not who they say they are, and she supposedly stumbles upon a cult. I'm in a phase right now where I'm trying to start a game, but then eventually it's like, I don't know, I'm really in the mood for this, so I end up stopping. So I have quite a few games that I stopped, and I'm thinking of going back and finishing before I decide to move on to a brand new game. So that's kind of a bad habit of mine. So gonna finish dead space and then i'll figure out what i'll move on to next
3: yeah it it is kind of uh harking back to inferno fox's comment about game length like i i do that a ton it's Mm -hmm. like i feel like that's not even really a bad thing like particularly like you know with limited time and everything it's like it's kind of better in some respects to like experience a lot of games. You just have to ask yourself, is this actually going to be fun enough for me to play the rest out? Or did I yeah. mostly get what I came for, you know, in the hour or two I played it or whatever.
0: Yeah. So. And uh Jamie Owls has done a really fantastic job of playing th- through a lot of the games that she's picked up, especially on the PS five. Like uh, I'm currently in our game room and I see her collection of PS five games and I see all but, one or two that she hasn't played yet whereas mm-hmm. my ps5 collection is sad because mm-hmm. i played less than 50 percent of it but that's i i need to get more into the ps5 stuff it's just the the switch is the nintendo switch is such a good system with a whole myriad of uh genres of games and everything like that it's 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 just it's hard to the problem is choice mm-hmm. and it's too much choice and in a way it's It's a good thing because, hey, you know, I'd rather have the uh, a dearth of a lot of these games. And speaking of which, I am in the middle of hopefully just about finishing Sea of Stars. I mean, I think I'm about to start the last dungeon of that from what I could see. Um, And then I'm also playing F099, which I was really happy to be able to have gotten first place on on just one race. I think it was this, this past week or weekend or something, which. Um, I think it's the fifth of the fourth or fifth of the battle Royale uh, NSO games. And it is by far the hardest uh, of them where Tetris 99, I I could win about 12 to 13% of the time. Pac-Man 99. I've only won twice. Um, Super Mario 35. I I could win about half the time, but no F zero 99 is, is, is the real deal. But uh let's go ahead and get down to the the main topic which today's topic is this guy right here it's mm-hmm. no it's not it's not mario kart we're not doing I- impact of mario kart again it is augmented reality and i am holding here the luigi version mm-hmm. of the mario kart live home circuit game uh edition this is the cart that the player controls with the nintendo switch while on the switch they see what is being seen on the camera and racing on the switch like fake little uh koopalings or koopa kids and it's like mm-hmm. the epitome of augmented reality where you can make your own tracks literally based off of where you lay these little little track tiles at, at home and you know mario or luigi just goes goes across the the, the track and it's really interesting to just Uh, Regarding some general stuff regarding AR, it's synonymous with mixed reality, but not to be confused with alternative reality or virtual reality. And again, as I kind of uh, demonstrated, it's essentially a combination of real world locations with computer generated assets, often related to a specific location the user is currently playing in a game whether the exact longitudinal or latitudinal location or even just like physical location. Again, the latter being, being like this guy. Um, so one of the things with AR is I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the company Niantic. Um, hmm. All of us here or most of us here have played Pokemon Go, which of course released back in 2016. But a lot of the framework from that game came from one of their previous titles called Ingress, Uh, which released back in late 2013. Um, The gameplay uh, uh, for Ingress is like a combination of geocaching and uh, like capture the flag. And I think it's still going on to this day, but it's kind of been repurposed or changed up. Um, Niantic's also released other properties like uh, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, Pikmin Bloom. And there's an upcoming Monster Hunter version called Monster Hunter Now, Uh, ludia games also released jurassic world alive um it's so funny out of all of those properties i just mentioned all of them except monster hunters seem like they're up uh, jason the 13th alley i mean uh, pikmin (laughs) jurassic park even harry potter uh and uh, obviously pokemon go um kind of kind of the real quick introductory question is um have any of you guys heard of or played the the, the game Ingress at all?
3: I'd have heard of, of it, it at the played. time. I watched someone play a little bit. You uh
5: familiar.
3: Yeah, I remember hearing about it. It seemed pretty interesting at the time. The people that were into it were very into it and it was uh presented as kind of a cool secret club if you knew about it. That was my impression of it at the time.
1: When Pokémon Go came out, I actually downloaded and played Ingress for a while. I could not get the big hang of that game, <laughs> but when it first came when Pokemon Go first came out, it was using a lot of the same stuff as in Ingress and in Ingress you could see more in the map than you could in Pokemon Go and it actually helped you in Pokemon Go at the start of the game
0: <laughs> That's so funny. It's kind of cool how the. Um, servers and every the locations and everything were, were married to one another, uh, in the beginning. Time, I I remember yes. that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my buddies and co workers from one of my previous jobs, Ben, he uh really had gotten into Ingress. And when I t- uh, told him about the Pokemon Go thing, he's like, Oh, yeah, it's all the same locations and everything as, yep. as, as this game. Yep. Um, kind of a this is more like a positing type question, like. Do, do we kind of consider AR the poor man's virtual reality since the cost of entry for VR is so prohibitive and expensive?
3: I would argue no, because I think it does something different. Like the kind of all like the classical definitions of augmented reality seem to boil down to, you know, classical for something that's 10 years old or whatever it is now. <laughs> but uh, the the definitions seem to be basically like, overlaying digital things on top of real things. Whereas virtual reality, there's no requirement to include anything in the real world. Virtual reality, you could, if you wanted to, you could do AR and VR. That would sort of be both, you know, if you had the full headset and it was overlaying something (laughs) on top of the real world, but also having a bunch of interaction in like a fake space, whatever. But yeah, I, I think it's a different thing. The thing I've always thought about AR and maybe we'll get more into this later is that it actually has because you don't have the requirement of something crazy like a headset really you have requirements that have now dwindled to the point where everyone is walking around with devices that are very well suited to run at least on like a very core level like any AR game uh it's it could be used for even more things I think than it really is um I I had difficulty finding a lot of examples. And one thing I was trying to look up for this was um, I was curious about, How much usage there is in the commercial space with uh, augmented reality technologies for things like training and all that. But yeah, long story short, I would say there are two distinct things, but there is there is admittedly like some overlap there. Like, especially if you get into a VR game that is using camera input and then broadcasting you on the world, it's like then it's doing both. But an AR thing, unless you have like a big crazy headset, is not going to be VR.
1: And and I tried Poor Man's VR, uh, the little headset. That yeah, you put like cardboard and those kind you of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yep. hold your cell phone, and you had a couple mini games and stuff you could play on your cell phone. I tried the poor man's
3: AR or okay. VR. I mean, they, <laughs> they right. even named it like a piece of trash cardboard.
0: <laughs> and, and it's funny, you, you mentioned kind of that. It, it leads us into the Labo uh, form of <laughs> Nintendo's VR, where it literally used a piece of trash like cardboard. It literally <laughs> was cardboard.
3: I yep. forgot about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I would say that your, your main difference between augmented reality and VR is the fact that. You don't lose in AR. You don't lose sight of what's around you. Yes, yes. Uh, something you fully lose with VR, which is why um, you'll see things. I believe the Connect was one of the first ones to start doing it. But the Connect, what it did was at, 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 at after a certain point, when you're playing, it will um, alert you to other presences in the uh grid space and i believe the psvr also does it as well but i don't think i think connect was the first one to do it so like if i was playing you know resident evil 7 vr on my playstation and my daughter came in i would get a a notification in the head a visual notification in the headset saying that there's somebody something in my play space alerting me to you know, something of that nature, whether it be a child, a family member, a spouse, a friend, a cat, dog, goldfish—if it jumped out of the tank, you know, whatever. And that's
0: that's something that's got to be absolutely necessary. I mean, you 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 don't want to have uh, like the the thought process of like Resident Evil Eight playing on, on PSVR two, and then you you have a a certain spouse or whatnot that'll come and scare the crap out of said person <laughs> playing. Uh, Resident Evil. A you know, we, we wouldn't want that at all, right, Jamie Owls?
5: Is that a threat?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds just like, like a one to me.
5: You know, I can predict
0: the future. <laughs> what yeah. do you
5: it's mean?
4: Like,
3: and that is the difference. It's like VR is like you're inside the game world. AR is like the game world is on top of the real world and you never leave the real world. You just yeah. barf game stuff onto it. You mean the uh, <laughs>
1: Nintendo Virtual Boy didn't have those sensors in it?
3: <laughs> uh, like the
1: first, that that is probably the first VR game that I could think of as
3: the Virtual <laughs> Boy.
0: And, and that's the only system that sold worse than the Wii U so <laughs> there you go the only
3: a distinguished uh, record
0: quite <laughs> uh one of the things that's that a lot of the uh meta sets especially like MetaQuest pro uh prides itself for being both a vr and an ar set where uh imagine you're in front of your your computer station and you've got two monitors and you put your your your, your headset on which is essentially like a big old th- pair of scuba goggles and mm-hmm. everything like that. And now you can, you can work at your desk and have a th- second or a third monitor or a fourth yeah. monitor. And that way you can be, you know, do ad- additional work and everything like that. The, the,
3: the, the. you want to kill yourself four times as fast. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Break your neck. Jesus. The,
0: the, the thought and the, the thought and the idea of that might sound good, but, from my experience on the execution and actually seeing it run uh, by, by individuals is the fact that like the additional monitors that it pulls up aren't perfect and, and multitasking tasking is difficult with it, but that all could be e- easily designed out with software and, and updates and stronger, stronger sets. Cause of course, like the meta quest pro three, just uh, I, I think either released or pre-orders just went out for it and, What's funny with I, I want to get back to to AR, um, kind of the a- a- AR bit on that, um, and, and it's funny how we mentioned the virtual boy, where where Nintendo has keeps kind of like dabbling in it, seeing where the market is, and uh, it, it's like it, it's not quite there yet, especially with like, yeah, I, honestly, the labos, I think the labos kind of a joke where you you're you have cardboard you're going to put together to make a a headset like it's that whole playing with imagination and that the ingenuity of it, but in the end you're playing with cardboard. So, you know, I mean, imagination is one thing, but you know, video games should be able to take you all the way that, that, you know, a a cardboard box wouldn't, wouldn't. Another is the fact that even the 3ds had, it had its own level of, of that, but that of course is the augmented reality through the, the, the cards that they had. Uh, so jason the 13th that's kind of a question for you because i know you had a 3ds did you use mm-hmm. the ar cards at all um you know
1: i think i had just a few hand a very few handful and i remember trying to use an excite bike one and a couple mario ones and that was about it
0: yeah i i, I see i had some but i, I didn't really use them uh my, myself as much yeah a 3d Yeah, the 3ds had the cameras, but they were really low res. Uh, They'd be used to scan and have mini games like golfing and fishing, and they'd be usable in titles like Nintendo Dogs Plus Cats uh, to get Nintendo outfits for animals. Yeah, Um, never
1: used any of those.
0: (laughs) In in true (laughs) Nintendo fashion, it really is. It was more of a gimmick than anything, and it didn't didn't lead to anything like fantastical, in my my opinion. So, like, I mean, the one of the cool things was like um face raiders i i think was a neat little thing where you could have like yep. little balloons of people's faces that you could like
5: mm-hmm. uh
0: shoot like a shmup and then i think there was like a uh photo dojo was another one where you could uh take pictures of people and make, make literally make a fighting game so i mean th- that's kind of cool but i i feel like the as estermides had mentioned the so the mobile devices cell phones and everything like that literally having a, a computer in your pocket really lends itself to having that innate ability to have uh augmented reality um and i kind of want to have like a open discussion in regards to kind of the elephant in, in the room um with this and that is pokemon go um i always misread it and read, read poke mongo like like mongo or something you know I'm, I'm, I'm a goof um jamie owls i i i think I, that you played it for a little bit a little bit but then you um you really stopped if i remember right um do, am i am i remembering that right and if yeah so, uh, why did you end up stopping
5: I just got bored with it, to be honest. I was never really a mobile gamer. So it was fun for a little bit, but after a while, it just kind of got annoyed when just going about my business, taking a walk. And I just got sick of taking out my phone and trying to capture a Pokemon. After a while, I just kind of got tired of it. But yeah, personally, I just, I just don't really care for mobile games. I only tried it just to see what the hype was about. I just didn't get addicted to it.
0: Yeah, because you're you're a big you are a, a really big walker, but like having to stop all, all the time. And yeah. Go through yeah. the motions of spinning the, the pokeball and get the hook on the thing and catch the the the, the low guy. I, I I can appreciate it,
5: that. It got too people y for me. Usually my walks <laughs> consist of just myself, but then all these people around me, it's like, no,
0: go away. <laughs> storm how about you
4: i am late to the pokemon go party i started a little bit after it came out and i'm still currently playing i just don't play consistently um i'll spend a few pokestops you know because where we live now there are a few i can just turn on the game and get to a couple of them um so yeah i don't mind. i like sending gifts to people and seeing you know where they come from in different countries but i'm at the same time i don't care about the battles and things like that and the missions have come and gone and i've got to keep cleaning out my pokemon inventory every now and then i know i've traded shinies or whatever transferred them out and they'll always warn me (laughs) do you want to get rid of this special shiny you know event thing yes i do because (laughs) i have my favorites i don't care it is a low level i'm trying to keep only two like three to two stars in my pokemon inventory so there you go i have done a few of the uh battles and they're fun i've won a few and lost a few yeah just i'll play it when i remember to play it though
0: that's cool yeah it i i, I kind of where you're at although I stopped uh kind of where how you played for the first year or so when it when it was out where i I played it a bit when it first came out, and I even joined uh Jason and his uh brothers for one or two or three of the things um <clears throat> but then like yeah I, kinda kind of mirroring what Jamie Alls was saying it was getting a little too peopley. Um, like we live in a uh, suburb of Chicagoland and or of Chicago, and one of the big areas for one of the bigger cities that we live nearby, uh, the downtown area of it was just chock full of people. You know, just looking down at at their phone the whole time, and you know, walking, walking. All of a sudden, they'll just stop right in front of my face. I nearly collide in them because you know they they have to collect the 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 pokemon that are there and then there's a thing where oh there's a there's a pikachu there's a pikachu and then you see like 20 or mass exodus the
2: the mass exodus of just the stampede Uh. of people (laughs) randomly going from wildebeest section one to wildebeest section two
0: (laughs) yeah it was it, it was really crazy especially the park area the the downtown uh suburban place that that we were at it was just like oh my gosh it's crazy
2: yeah the river um, walk was nuts
0: Uh simba so uh besides that how how was your experience with pokemon go are you, are you still playing dabbling with it have you stopped
2: No, i've stopped uh probably a couple a few years ago now i mean i was playing it mostly when my daughter like when my daughter was first born like it was What my wife and i would do we would go you know to that same river walk and push the stroller and we would walk around and while we were doing it we'd have something to do we'd play pokemon go um however i was never that jerk that just randomly stopped in the middle of the the way (laughs) i I always would try and like go off to the side like off to the side you know i mean with the stroller it's pushing the stroller it's a little bit harder to do but you know it, it the thing is is that if I go an extra five feet forward, that Pokemon's still going to be in that spot that it yeah. popped up at. Now, if I went 20 feet more, it's going to be gone. But an extra five feet to, you know, swerve over and out of traffic, it's still, you know, it's still going to be sitting right there. Um, but it, it's just the novelty ended up wearing off of it. I You know, I did join jason you know and his brothers a few times on some of the pokemon go event days and you know when him and i would hang out we'd we'd run you know maybe we'd run a couple raids and go out shiny hunting a bit but it's just the fact that i think it was more the fact that it was just me and my wife playing and you know if i would play on my own be, i'm on my own like didn't really have a, a buddy all the time and then you run across the gyms and you want to go play the gyms because you know well that's fun and you want to do the legendary battles and it's like well cool there's a mewtwo here and well i'm the only one here well guess i can't do the can't fight the boss battle well all right i'm bored (laughs) (laughs) not to mention you know just the, the the amount of power that that game sucks out of your phone yes is incredible because yeah. you got to have your gps on at all time um they did release i do believe they allow it to be played with your um battery saver on now but when it first came out you couldn't have your battery saver on you had to turn battery saver off your phone had to be running at full full power um mm-hmm. so that's a problem
0: yeah, I, I, I remember the besides seeing all the memes of the confused dogs being forced to go on walks all the time, uh, a, a lot okay. of people were all of a sudden becoming like my uh, oldest brother and getting all of these portable batteries uh, for for their cell phones because of yep. this you know? game. <laughs> yes. It's yep. like, oh, my gosh, where, 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 where why when did you all get like the the. The, the fanny packs with the batteries that, that you plug into <laughs> your phone to give it the extra half an hour to an hour to go hunting. Oh my God. It feels like I'm back home again, but, uh, but it's a, it's a little bit of extra time, but it exactly like you said, though, simply it, it was such a drain. And i I remember being like, well, if I went hunting with Jason and his brothers, as soon as we got into the car to check out another place, I think, like, all right, everybody plug their phones in so we can charge, charge yes. the, the cell phones while we're in, in the car. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, Um, The other big issue was, and that was without using the AR camera. That was just having the the cartoony, grassy field background. Yes. You you turn the AR on, and if you would have a three-hour playtime with the AR off, you get about an hour with the AR on.
0: Like ps you your controller camp. level battery life here, it, like, <laughs> not 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 good. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh Medes, how about you? What what experience do you have with Pokemon Go?
3: I haven't really played it myself, though I've kind of like had people show it to me. Like when it first was becoming a thing, I sort of like walked around with people a couple times and kind of saw. So you know, probably whatever mechanics I saw are maybe outdated now. But I. I just got the impression didn't seem like there was enough to it to be interesting to me. I liked the idea of like encouraging kind of people that wouldn't normally walk and stuff to get up and walk around and you know they got a lot of uh, marketing mileage out of that one. Um but I I don't know, to me like there's just not quite enough of a game there. Like I think of AR as like one of the one of the things that gets you is that there's this, like, there's additional input for, like, your location, basically. So it's, like, there's a lot of interesting things you could do with that. Um, But I think, you know, it's a still new enough, at least in terms of, like, implementing well and in a way that, you know, people know will sell games um, to where it's kind of, like, I feel like we're still seeing pretty kind of safe, simplistic usages of it uh for the most part um but yeah pokemon go itself it was an interesting idea i think it made i think it was a brilliant idea by niantic is that the company uh whatever the company name is um i think it was a brilliant idea by them to pivot ingress uh into that because ingress the impression i got of ingress in terms of like audience was ingress appealed to weird kind of like engineer technical minded sort of people more so than your casual like pokemon go audience so i think like if you look at the two games back to back it's interesting to see that for niantic it's like okay let's take this technology we developed and take it from this weird niche thing to like literally the biggest mass appeal thing we can think of we'll attach to pokemon and then we'll actually make it like a bit you know, simpler or whatever. Only going by, I remember like the hacking being a bit weird of the portals somehow. There was from Ingress, I want to say it was kind of weird mini game stuff going on, which sure there is in Pokemon Go too. And I'm sure Ingress is probably overly simplistic also, but at least in terms of like market appeal, that was kind of how I saw things.
0: Yeah, and I, I think you're spot on with that too. Just the whole um, being able to Leverage the, the abilities that Niantic had from Ingress to something that's more widespread, especially with the uh, number one property that is currently merchandise, which is crazy to think that it's not something that's Disney. It, it's Pokemon. Pokemon is the number one selling piece of merchandise in the world. And th- this is proof of that. I, uh, I While we were kind of discussing, it kind of reminded me of hearing the stories of people, I think, sh- shooting others because they were walking in their yards looking for Pokemon. I mean, it, 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 just it, for our audiences that listen to us in other countries, uh, because you, you're out there and we appreciate you, remember that we're in the United States and everybody has a gun. So that that was a real thing. Um, it, it, but it's, it's interesting that they...
2: Uh, d- I think it was more people getting hit by cars or
0: walking into
2: parked cars. I believe that I do know what you're talking about there. There, there was there a, a couple yep. a couple of those, but it was a lot of it was people walking into traffic because, uh, or um, driving while playing. Oof. Yes. That was the big one. <laughs> yeah. was that it was walking into traffic and driving while playing, which Niantic did. A, uh, I do like what Niantic did was they stopped people from being able to do that by adding the, Oh, you're going too fast. But yep, yep. then that that irritated a lot of people who couldn't, you know, like maybe they're disabled and they can't walk, so they would, you know, hop on the public transportation and just ride around the this the but the city on the bus and play the game. So
4: as know, a passenger on a road trip, I have played Pokemon Go, and we'll have to hit that. Uh, you know, that I so understand. Awesome, right? Yeah, that I'm not driving. You're. I'm going too fast, and you have to uh, confirm that you're a passenger. Like, yes, I understand. I'm not walking at sixty miles an hour. You know, <laughs> and you can barely get anything. So, yeah. like, if you just time it right, if you're going highway speeds, but mostly I would use it for, like, local on-off, but sorry to interrupt, but I had to throw that oh, in. No. I've no, used it good. for...
3: I was wondering the same thing about passengers, actually, they, so it's interesting you mentioned a... they do have kind of an override for yeah, it, it sounds there's, like.
1: there's, like, a speed cap that it, when it's using GPS, like, if you go too fast, you basically get absolutely nothing to
0: show up. Yep. Yeah, that, that that's another aspect of it. The the Pokemon appear less.
1: Whether, I mean, it's... whether you're a passenger or a driver claiming you're a passenger, it's
2: gonna do the same
1: thing.
4: Yeah, and, and, and the even oh. then Go ahead, um, uh, even real
2: on. quick. Even then, um and Storm, I'm sure you can attest to this one, even while driving, you have a very short window to catch anything that you click on. Oh um, yeah. Because of mm-hmm. the locate the uh location tether.
4: And even getting it, if you're at a stoplight, which is when I would be able to spend some poke stops that we stop right next to. But just as you start going, if you're just a little bit out of that zone, it will stop and say that, you know, you're too you're far. You're going to too blah, fast. Blah, blah. Yep. <laughs> yep. It will let you know, so... I'm glad it has that in there because I've never played the game while driving. I've always been a passenger and played it. You know, I tried to leave my phone alone. Oh, there goes Jason the thirteen
2: looking at the ceiling. Yeah, we know yeah. what you do, and we know what
0: you doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I've been guilty
4: of that. I've been <laughs> well, <of> that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's not like you're you're
0: related to anybody else that's guilty of that. There, yeah. Jason. You know, yeah. although.
1: Knock on nope. wood. Knock on wood. We we've
0: never caused any accidents, so you know. But <laughs> well, that's always a that's always a plus. <laughs> so so you're the i'm I'm leaving the best for last here. I've asked <laughs> everybody their experience. Jason the thirteenth, what is your experience with Pokemon sleep?
1: Uh none. Absolutely none. I have not gotten that game at all.
0: Because <laughs> that's that is one of the newest of the, po- yeah, the as- Nintendo Pokemon AR.
1: Still don't Games. know how that's a game. <laughs> just, just put put your phone on and sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and there just... apparently is an accessory that you literally connect yes. via Bluetooth with your phone, and yep. it it measures your uh your vital signs. Yeah, probably really the same way a Fitbit sleep. does it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So basically do, a
3: smartwatch. You
0: <laughs> get. I, I I I haven't really looked into it as to what what you get exactly, but. I'm not 100% sure either.
1: I've When they first announced the game, I just shook my head and it took them a while to work out the bugs for it and put it out because <laughs> Pokemon Sleep was supposed to come out a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm it pretty looks, sure what that what uh,
3: gameplay is there. What bugs were there to work out? Uh,
1: probably how the <laughs> heck it works while you're sleeping.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Nintendo I would, uh, is all about encouraging people being healthy and walking. Well, let's yeah. uh, do the other part and h- encourage them to sleep. Sorry, yeah. Sabu.
2: Go ahead. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that every single one of us in this chat, the only Pokemon we would ever ever uh, be granted in Pokemon Sleep is Drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> none of us get enough sleep at night <laughs> oh that's for nope, sure not at all
4: oh. insomnia it would be my friend insomniac there we go uh,
0: and, sorry jason your experience on pokemon go
4: <laughs> oh pokemon go
1: i have been playing since day one <laughs> and still playing uh not as heavily as i used to of course but uh i haven't stopped playing actually. Um, hell and even with uh the like trying the ingress ingress didn't catch my attention like um astromedia said it was more of a technical game and i just couldn't get the hang of it uh i played the jurassic park one for a while and playing two augmented reality games was way too much and i wasn't as far into jurassic park so that one stopped uh pokemon uh still love the series and i'm still playing it so
3: because you feel like pokemon go changed a lot over the years in terms of like the mechanics and stuff or is it largely kind of stay the same stayed the same like i said i only kind of saw very early stuff i haven't really seen a lot with what's going on i'm just curious
1: there's a lot that stayed the same uh they've changed a lot in like the battling systems um they've Finally, got raids as uh, Simbu said. Like you'll be at a U two raid, and there's nobody else. They've got a few little extra things in there to try to get you more people now, but it's not perfect, of course, in my opinion. um And they've added other things too. The newest thing is called routes, where from like a po- one stop to another. You activate a route and you follow this route and it's another way of doing things. So they do try to update it. Um, I'm pretty sure you don't have as many new players as you used to, that it's more the people like me who are still playing and are hardcore at it. (laughs) And I would like to know statistics when the Pokemon Go came out. Pokemon wasn't quite in its peak like it has been in the last year or two. Uh, did they expect Pokemon Go to hit as big as they did? Because when it first came out, I don't think they thought it was going to hit so big. And it had issues in the first few months. Major issues.
3: Yeah. I mean, in terms of popularity, Pokemons had pretty much like just consistent peaks and valleys throughout its existence and popularity, yeah. hasn't yep. it? So, I mean, even when it came out, i'm sure there was some pokemon game that came out not that long ago you know and right like there still was, i know
1: when it came out pokemon seemed to be in like one of its more droughts like a
3: lull it? yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it yeah. makes sense and, for like the pokemon company from that perspective like let's bump up awareness there and then it, yeah it,
0: and jason's really uh, hitting on something where it, it came out in 2016 this is when uh nintendo was in the fourth year of the wii u as we mentioned it was Mm -hmm. the second worst selling console uh the switch was still a year off the 3ds was 3ds did fine but it wasn't as high a seller as the ds or even like the game i think even like the game boy Advance. so it was a real like mid low point i wouldn't even say a low point but a real midpoint for nintendo overall and really the only things that were selling were pokemon games for the 3ds
2: well and and not only that but then you looked at it from uh from a, stock or a shareholder's perspective um it, it, there's a for for Nintendo that was a huge untapped uh market. untapped market oh yeah was your casual phone game
3: is that when Nintendo no. first started doing that, come to think of it? I know they've kind of, like, they've had some dalliances into uh, mobile apps and stuff oh, yeah. before. So, I remember the Mario game and stuff. It, but it, it, it begs
0: to mention that, uh, as Simbu mentioned, it, it's kind of uh N- Nintendo encroaching that market, and they saw positive gains, but then they lost all the gains when the stock market got wise and realized that Nintendo didn't make pokemon go pokemon <laughs> company didn't make pokemon go the yep. antic made it so all the gains nintendo gotten in, in the stock market would immediately receded when they they got they got wise to that but you're mm-hmm. you're absolutely right astromedies it's like the first time that a nintendo slash pokemon slash game freak owned uh property was on a, a cell phone and which it would it honestly was a good thing because it, it showed okay it's Nintendo, you know, they're the old gaming dinosaur, they're willing to be able to move into the mobile gaming space, which now fast forward seven years mobile gaming isn't is didn't end up did not end up replacing video games like a lot of people were yep. thinking a lot of people, thought a that lot was of people happen, which thankfully it did not happen. Yes.
2: But then comes <laughs> iPhone 15 and completely destroys all consoles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah we'll
0: see. <laughs> right in the, because, because it's I'll the be Resident Evil remake machine. It, it's it's going to totally. <laughs> Wipe every- and it's going to be sixty bucks. Sixty bucks for Resident Evil Four Remake. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to play guy? games from
3: three generations ago, even worse than when you originally ran uh. them, and with terrible controls. I have an iPhone 15 game. Is, is for that you. the
2: chainsaw guy or just a a, a a head on a pike? I can't tell. Hold on, uh, I'm
3: out of battery. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but remember,
2: Start it has game. some titanium.
1: Titanium in it.
2: <laughs> that
1: makes
0: it all worthwhile. So I just okay, did, so did it. In- I did a quick Google and Pokemon go peaked at (laughs) 232 million active players in 2016.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that's around the world.
0: Globally. Oh
2: yeah. Global.
0: And as of July 2nd, 2023, it's at 79 million. So it's at a little less than a third of its user base, but 79 million, like that, if I'm remembering right, World of Warcraft wish wished that it would have that many people. Because I think World <laughs> of Warcraft has 40 million people. Am I right? Most yeah, importantly,
3: yeah. though, most now they did change free-to-play to some extent a while ago, I think up to a certain level, but like it's a very different model. Free-to-play game, you need like a billion times the number of players for a game that PP users paid anything upfront for to make any money. So it's like it's interesting that the the numbers have to be super high. Now I'm sure they made a ton of money. Obviously those numbers are well high enough to be in that range, but it's just interesting to keep in mind when you hear active player counts. I and mean, but not, that's still nothing to
2: scoff at though. Not it's at all. 70, not at all. I mean, 9 million player wide for a what? Seven year old game at this point. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. Guess, like 70, I wasn't
0: minimizing it. Yeah. yeah. That's um, which again, I, I had to pull up the, the, the charts, Uh, World of Warcraft has about a million people daily that play it. Uh, Pokemon Go is about five to six million. World of Warcraft has about, if I'm reading this right, about three to four million, uh, per year. That can't be right. Its total user base, like I guess unique users, it it has is 129.7 million. But Hmm. that's like you you if you were you played it in two. If you um,
3: ever played it, essentially, yeah, in, in yeah. two thousand and
0: four. But you stop playing it, you're going to be one of the 129.7 million.
3: Well, my question
2: is on that three point, that three to four million per year. I'm wondering if that's uh, if they're basing that on active users or uh new users or new character user creation,
0: active active players.
2: Okay, because I mean, they, you know, you could. You could really fluff numbers if, you know, the six of us or the five of us decide five, six of us decided to create four characters a piece that, that could really puff those kind of numbers, you know?
3: Yep. It's, yeah. You to, put... to, to the earlier uh point, though, about like their total player count, total active users, almost every one of those players gave them money, even if they never logged back on again.
2: Yep. That, that is, is true. true.
3: Versus <laughs> Pokemon Go. I would imagine it's a comparatively very very small percentage. I don't have know. Have you ever money. seen that
1: YouTube video of the old Japanese man <laughs> with the fifty phones attached to a bike? I mean, uh-huh. he had to fluff the numbers.
3: <laughs> it's. I mean, it's uh, it's a uh, free to play. There's whales, right? <laughs> they're, basically, they're basically counting on those guys. <laughs> it kind of reminds
0: me of the, the, the bank of switches with Animal Crossing that. Uh-huh.
3: Yep,
1: was exactly. About.
0: Exactly
1: <laughs> related.
3: You guys hear about the. Hypercube, someone made where they hooked up four Game Cubes to a uh, to play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. They use Game Cubes <laughs> and a Game Boy adapter to push get the Game Boy input through and create a networked version of the original Crystal Chronicles that they could each play from across Dang. the world or whatever. They gave what? it a good name, the Hypercube, because it's four <laughs> Game Cubes.
0: Nice, <laughs> that's awesome and it's sad they need to do that because the remake that they tr- that they put out for that is hot for I read all
3: about it yeah mm. they did that because of their dissatisfaction with the way multiplayer advancement is handled in the new game yep wow yeah <laughs> oh, but um real quick did,
2: did you guys hear though uh some guy got doomed to run in the mud puddle in his backyard
3: <laughs> yep, <laughs> every day there's a new device that runs doom.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With no electricity, no electricity yeah. whatsoever. That be doom
0: sure is now run running that on some coffee makers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you could get it running on on like Mr. Coffee. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, it, the the whole AR thing, um it, it's really interesting. It the the point of entry is really easy Concerning we all all have smartphones one last question while we we wrap things up and we kind of did this for uh, a previous topic what franchise would you like to see if to get you into ar if you aren't really into it or what franchise would you like to see to to really play it it and you can have any you can name any Of the franchises, and I'm going to stick with my indie franchise where. I walk and I I can be in the boyhood world and then I'll, I'll walk and then I'm in Juno land and I can oh. get Ellen pages character pregnant. That's, that's the <laughs> AR game th- that I want. And it can be even designated across the, the part of the United States. Like let's say I'm in Texas. I'm in uh, what is it? Western Texas. Oh, now I'm in the last year of, of the boy's boyhood part of his life. And he's on his first th- day to, to college and he's, Smoking joints in the middle of a canyon, like that's 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 the AR game that I, I'd I'd want to see. Asteroids. Uh, what AR game franchise do you want to see?
3: Um, let's see. I I don't know. I, I keep uh, so not necessarily something i would want to play but i almost like the idea of taking a character like uh, bob the builder or something and making a game that literally teaches you useful like handyman skills using ar because that's very achievable if you can put something in the real world kind of like broadcast you know require you to have sort of real things but I, I think there's an interesting market for, and it is being used in some commercial stuff, but I think you could actually bring that over to the consumer world because people suck at knowing how to do things. So if you give them a more interactive experience to kind of teach them how to do something, maybe that could be interesting. So we'll attach Bob the Builder to that one.
2: Because i to say how-to videos on YouTube are, are extremely, uh, extremely popular market. Uh, yeah. I, I myself have learned stuff. How to do stuff around my own house.
3: Of course, it's but the only I reason I can videos. do anything in terms of that <laughs> stuff is YouTube. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. That's a really um, intriguing way to to leverage and take advantage of of AR. Uh, Jason, how about you? What what sort of AR thing would you you like to see? I'm
1: trying to think of how like I've now I've only played like the couple of AR games. Uh, how a game would work as well where i think the reason pokemon go works and like the dress world works and i could see monster hunter working is that you have an infinite number of things you can go collect and battle so if you limit it to say only a batman game i there's i don't think there'd be enough for an ar now if you did a superhero world where it's not just batman if it was every superhero batman superman justice league all everything or even if it was marvel that did it it's where as you traveled you'd hit different characters or different villains and stuff that it needs enough in there to make it like I haven't played the Pikmin one because uh, the little bits that I've seen of it, it doesn't intrigue me enough. It's like you're walking paths and like collecting Pikmin and you really aren't doing anything else really from the looks of it, but it needs something to, it just needs more than just a little amount where as much as uh, Inferno Fox's uh, lovely little dream of a 80s movie.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't cliche. say 80s, I said indie movie. Oh, okay, you, indie you get all these indie movies, you can...
1: I, I don't think there's enough fluff in there to make a big enough game.
0: <laughs> but the so indie, indie movies, movies are like... meant to make you think.
1: <laughs> that uh, that's true but something like a superhero world or again i love transformers so if they did a transformers one that would work too but something like that where it has enough to hold the attention to where it needs a bigger world basically
0: yeah it, it, i definitely agree with you where there's a there's got to be a fun uh gameplay loop as mm-hmm. even even B D said where you've got a uh, usable concept to where you can actually apply to real world because this, of course, is connecting uh, digital yep. digital to real world concepts. Uh, Jamie Owls, um, how about you? Would you what sort of properties would you like to see in an AR related game, or uh, would you even would there be any at all that that would get you to to do that? And it doesn't even have to be a cell phone; it could even be it'd be a Yoshi
1: game. <laughs> Yoshi, yeah um i thought about
5: maybe something like a care bear related care bears or my little pony something like that
2: oh those those my little ponies all my little pony air is already here just go to a a, a pony convention they're, they're all there <sighs> just take all just go up and take video you got <laughs>
0: The no, to the, and the You went to a furry con- convention, symbol <laughs> Those were furries,
3: weren't <laughs> my
2: little
0: ponies? They were furries. Oh no, there's, there's a lot there's of
3: overlap.
2: The there's, all exactly yes, is right. There's overlap. They are there. The bronies are out.
0: <laughs> uh, Storm, how about you? Uh
4: what, <laughs> Pac-Man?
2: Ooh, that'd be. I thought she was going to say Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Could, no, you, could you imagine pack, if it be a? Thing could you, almost
4: work, like
3: a
5: yeah. big maze, you, you walk and a pellets to pick up, and
3: ghosts. <laughs> and mm-hmm. but you got to watch
0: out for the ghosts; they're going to get you. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. And it, maybe there's a way they could they could merge like a horror concept where like it really takes the camera and you pan the camera to the ghost and it's really this big, freaking, scary banshee-looking thing, and it goes overtakes <laughs> and your phone goes right. Just, <laughs> yeah, <it's> just for Halloween. Yes,
2: just for Halloween. Halloween. You know what actually would work really good with that Pac-Man concept if you could do Google, the Google glasses with it, and instead of having to look at your phone for it, you see it overlaid in your in the Google glasses. Now mm-hmm. that would be fantastic.
0: I mean, it, it would work if Google Glass ever actually became a thing and didn't didn't get discontinued a year after launch. But yes, that I, I well something, something similar really... to that. Yeah, I think yeah. AR. <laughs>
2: you could do something like that. AR would be the one of the Probably one of the a huge, huge
0: <laughs> market.
3: Um, yeah, we'll we'll see something like those Google Lens things again at some point for oh sure. Because
0: yeah. it's going to recycle. I mean, it, people don't co- don't really come up with new ideas; they just reinvent the same existing ones. <laughs> well, particularly with technology, it <laughs>
2: has the Google Lens on it. So,
0: uh, Simbu, <laughs> how about you? What what property would you like to see uh, have an AR type game? Oh, Kitty, sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> wow. I love, I get promoted and then, they, you know, I take second place to a cat. Awesome.
3: <laughs> We're on the um, Internet. I, I know. Right. <laughs>
2: I would say I would I would love to say Ghostbusters, but we have already had a Ghostbusters mm-hmm. AR game. Yep. And that one flopped horribly. However, I would I honestly would like to see it come back. in in some kind of a new iteration i think it would be a lot i think you know they could again with the same thing same idea with the pac-man if these google glasses things would you know somebody would invent the google glass thing and could make it work with the ghostbusters where all you have to do with your phone is hold down on your phone you know to activate your proton pack i think that it would be a fantastic thing um but you know it would be kind of kind of fun would be maybe a lego ar
0: I'm kind of surprised that that's could be never been a thing
3: yeah it's not a bad idea location and physical uh location factors in a lot uh easy to get things that could kind of act as bricks uh yeah
2: or oh. a minecraft ar i'm surprised yeah. that's not a thing
0: apparently lego is ar is a thing it's called the lego technic ar app uh
2: interesting i don't know that one don't yeah don't know
0: that and then there's also the uh, MetaQuest 3 that I mentioned earlier. Has you able to play a, a VR version of Legos? Not related to Lego Technic, but yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Interesting. So hmm. that's that's our general thoughts with the uh, AR thing. And of course, the, the best idea was, was the indie idea. No, it <laughs> wasn't. I actually like uh, Astro idea where you can augment the reality uh, really have the AR work for you and, and work with you and maybe even marrying that with the ideas that Simbu had given where when, and it's not going to be if, when a, a Google Glass type uh, system comes out that will actually be uh, not restrictive or prohibitive. Uh, it'll really help to uh, guide into, guide people to be able to do daily functions and uh, have a lot of fun, such as proton packing, and getting chased down, and murdered by ghosts.
3: I want to summon out. Bob the Builder and have him demonstrate how to fix my washer for me on the washer.
0: A- <laughs> absolutely, and murder those ghosts if you can find a way to hack bo- both games together. Or
2: have oh, them God, get murdered by it. ghosts. There's going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street scenario coming up. People dying from Google Glasses. These Google glasses things. It, it, it literally could be. People with heart attacks and whatnot. Asher summons Bob the Builder and he just turns around and just hammers him. <laughs> Can we fix him? No. No, we can't. <laughs>
0: So thank you again so much for my wonderful casting crew joining us as we had a really good active discussion about this this interesting topic. Uh cast again. Um we of course have Jason the 13th. You can catch him on his YouTube channel, Jason the, the 13th, for like Tears of the Kingdom Pokemon gameplay. Uh Jason, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Not a problem. I'm glad I actually had to make it. It was a long day today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, those 12-hour days will kill you.
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. It is definitely catching up to me.
0: And next up, of course, Jamie Owls, 87, my partner and partner in, in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us.
5: Thanks for having me. It was a, always a pleasure.
0: Simbu Darkfang, our level six grandpa, probably will be level back to level five next week, Uh <laughs> main actor for Basement of the Dead. Thank you so much for joining us, Simbu. I'm retired. <laughs> that, that, that's why you your grandpa you are retired that, that's right very good very always good. a good
2: always a good time guys always a good time
0: <laughs> and uh storm rose sky of of the twitch and youtube channels storm rose sky storm thank you so much for joining us
4: thank you for having me it was fun and I, look forward to next week any uh more videos coming on your youtube um right now I'm probably going to do a follow-up of the last one, another, you know, forgotten movies, but I recently took a full, like a full-time assignment at a school. I'm a substitute teacher on our off-times podcasting, so I'm a little tired from that, so my videos are suffering, but we'll see what we come up with.
0: No worries. Definitely looking forward to uh, the follow-up additional content on that. And last but not least, we have Astromedes, developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me. Happy to be here uh, talking about Bob the Builder much more than expected. Absolutely. (laughs) If If
0: we can reference Bob the Builder once, in every podcast, we have done our job. All righty. And of course, a big thanks to you, the viewers, listeners, and joining us on the various platforms. We appreciate it and hope that you can catch the next one. Thanks again.